KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time for our weekly look at the economy as we check in with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. We talk jobless numbers, we talk retail sales, we talk lumber, and we talk much, much more. Give a listen. So let's start with unemployment. Fourth time in five weeks we've gone down, and first time jobless benefit seekers down to 473,000 last month. I mean, still a big number, but the low of the pandemic, and we really are, are seeing a pretty consistent trend now in the right direction. Oh, we are, and companies like McDonald's are actually starting to lure employees back with a higher hourly pay uh, of 10% more than before, and maybe other perks. So that is actually helping uh, the marketplace supply and demand. There's still people that are out of work for various reasons, but companies are going to have to think of better ways to entice people to come back to the workforce, let them know it's safe, let them know that they may not get laid off and get like they did before because some people feel burned by what's happened. I am very happy with these numbers, Matt. And you mentioned McDonald's. The main street in my town and the town next to us, you drive up and down it and every place is not just hiring, but $100 signing bonus, $500 signing bonus, $75 if you've been vaccinated. I mean, they are really like I I don't ever remember seeing throwing money to try to get qualified employees in the door. Right. And this past week, I talked to a lot of restaurant owners, small business owners, restaurants, not the chains, but the other ones. And they're actually calling on ex-employees who used to work in their places of business for waiters and waitresses because they figured, well, if I can get an ex-employee and lure them back, the training time is a lot less. A lot of those people took jobs that were more, if you want to call it stable, where they felt as though they were only going to work nine to five instead of working in night shift. And and it's a very hard job, the restaurant industry in general. Other people are waiting it out. Some people went back to school. Some people went back for training, other kinds of training, such as a trade school, a community college. And these, those are the things we're not hearing about, Matt. And it's interesting. We talk so much about $15 minimum wage and the controversy was left out of the COVID relief bill. In a way, and this obviously isn't universal, but we're, we're kind of almost seeing a grassroots move to $15 an hour just by market forces. And you mentioned McDonald's and a lot of other places and even places that don't want to do it. If they continue to struggle to get people in, they're going to have to maybe not go up to 15, but get off of eight, nine, $10 now. Oh, absolutely, Matt. And you actually said it correctly. You said market forces. So the market is going to demand what the wages are, what the benefits are, what the hours are. Look, uh, people are, are the last year struggling. Um, so some of them made tough decisions to say, I'm either going to take a job in manufacturing, I'm going to take a job in a warehouse, Amazon, other kinds of companies that were hiring, Federal Express. And now the restaurant industry hospitality is basically begging people to come back. Retail sales, we were looking ahead last week. Uh, they came out and basically flat. I was a little surprised by that. I was too. They, they've stalled. So I did some thinking about this and some calls and research and found that, well, first of all, people's tax refunds have not been going out as quickly as they thought they would be uh, if they filed the, the forms through the mail. 
one thing. Another thing is that people are starting to pay down more debt. They're starting to save more. If people are getting into the mindset that there was a pandemic and there may be another pandemic next year, two years, five years, whenever it is. I have no inside knowledge of any other pandemics coming, <laughs> Matt, but people are starting to think about save it for a rainy day. Do you think the flat retails and you talk about savings, I still think we're going to see pretty big numbers as we roll into the summer and this CDC uh, declaration or guidance that fully vaccinated people don't need to wear masks. We are about as close to getting back to quote unquote normal. And uh, I would expect a lot of people are going to be out there throwing money around. Oh, this will be big. And I do think it's the summertime. As you said, we've talked about it in prior podcasts, how uh, the beach areas, the Poconos and other vacation resorts are going to be booming this year. People uh, are going to be wanting to get out. They haven't had that chance for over a year. And that also leads us to the areas of um, Jersey Shores, where I've heard of reports where Wawa's are not opening up 24 hours because they don't have the manpower, the woman power to man that, uh, their stations. Uh, same thing on the boardwalk. So I think people have to be a little more patient this year when they're waiting in line for their dinners or takeout, whatever it is, and just be happy that we're able to get out into the sun and enjoy ourselves and get back to, as you said, normalcy. Something you have touched on over the last few months, uh, the price of lumber is just going bonkers. It is. And, you know, um, I thought I would look at the stock market the past week. Yes, we've had some bumps in the stock market, but with investors have actually digested the inflation news pretty good. Yes, the CPI was a shocker, uh, but I want to get a couple more months of a trend to see whether we're going to see the prices increase even more. There's been many reasons why the lumber shortage has happened. As I said, the shutdown happened uh, and manufacturing was going to PPE and other kinds of products. We have a, a big demand for housing. We have not as many contractors as we used to have, and they're trying to take care of that demand and supply right now. Remember, in a pandemic, you had lots of people who were redoing their, their homes, putting in in-law suites, putting in decks, uh, maybe putting in uh, all kinds of things that required lumber, too, as well. And you said CPI, Consumer Price Index, and you mentioned that was shocking. What did, you, what, what did we see there? Well, we saw a pretty big increase for one month, 0.8%. If you smooth it out for the year, I believe inflation is only around 3%. My concern with inflation is for senior citizens. And we've talked about that too. When they're on a fixed income and their social security hasn't risen the past four or five years the way it probably could have, uh, there's a concern there because they some of those people may have to go out and get other jobs because their interest earnings are so low. Now, the one thing about inflation is usually interest rates rise. The short-term rates have stayed low. Longer-term rates are starting to creep up a little bit. Uh, the Federal Reserve is scrambling to be sure that inflation doesn't go above 3% at this point. I'm not sure we'll be at that, but let's take a look at that in the next couple of weeks, Matt. Uh, another thing, we talk about prices rising, gas prices. I think we've got a little bit of a, maybe not a perfect storm, but close to it. Obviously, Demand is skyrocketing. We're getting into the summer months, and you had that giant pipeline that had the cyber attack on it. Anything you're keeping an eye on here that out of the ordinary, do you think we will see gas prices steady, maybe decline a little bit in the near future? Well, towards the end of this week, uh, I noticed that they've stabilized. 
There was jumps. There was peaks. Remember, a crude oil reacts to anything. They react to any kind of negative news. And the negative news was um, the fact that there was uh, the hacking of the one pipeline. They, they react to the Middle East situation. And just be, this is what Wall Street does. It reacts. So crude oil goes up. So all of a sudden, people raise their prices, even though they've already paid for that gasoline. Gasoline is an anticipation, the price of gasoline. So they're, they're building in that 310, 320 for what's going to happen in the future. And on top of that, they we're, we're going to be changing over to the summer blends. And that always adds an extra 10 cents to the mix. Some people may not agree with this going back and forth, summer blend, winter blend, but there is a lot of work in that process. I've seen it happen down in Marcus Hook, what they have to do when they have to shut down all those pipelines for a week and clean them out and get it ready for the summer blend. Anything else you're keeping an eye on as we uh, look towards the summer? Well, I'm looking to see corporate profits. As we see, the first quarter was really good, the corporate profits. I think the second quarter will be just as good. And I'm not just talking about the tech companies, pharmaceutical companies, companies like Dow, uh, even companies that are uh, the smaller ones that are up-and-coming companies that you would see. Uh, I saw AMC movie theaters pop the past, the past few days with the anticipation of opening up more theaters. So you may even be able to see more of the entertainment industry stocks um, filtering more money back in the entertainment industry. You, you are seeing, as you mentioned last week, concrete dates for concerts, for sports, sporting events throughout the entire summer, even at the Jersey Shore with the Atlantic City beaches and the Wildwood beaches, big time concerts. So I'm keeping an eye on that area as well. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 